1: Live. Welcome to the Five in a Major. This is Nick of New York, and I am very excited and happy to be joined by James Bone, anthem singer for the Minnesota Wild. James, how are you this evening?
0: Hey, I'm just fine, Nick. How are you?
1: I'm doing quite well, thank you. And uh, thanks so much for coming on. Uh, this is going to be a lot of fun for me, uh, and I'm sure for uh, the dozens of people who tune in to listen to this if we do it as a podcast. But, uh, Certainly, the readers at Wild Extra are going to get a big kick out of this. So again, thank you for your time.
0: Well, I hope so. I'm uh, I'm kind of excited about it myself.
1: That sounds great. So uh, you have been, I believe, the Wilds Anthem singer for—is it five seasons now?
0: I I think it's my fifth season. I started. Um, let's see. Let's do the math. I started in the fall of 2010.
1: Okay, so. So, so, yeah. Those, so yeah, fifth uh, season. And
0: yeah,
1: yeah, and um, you know, let's let's go back to sort of the beginning. So, um, uh, how, have you always been a singer, and, and not necessarily a, you know as a as a vocation or as a formal hobby, but you know, did you grow up singing, you know, singing in the shower and running around the backyard and that kind of thing, or or did it come to you later in life?
0: No, I um, I was a singer or or sang all my life. Uh, I started to. Yeah actually kind of performing for family and stuff when I was like three or four years old. Uh, my, one of my earliest memories is uh, at a family gathering. I remember bouncing up and down on the sofa, singing the Jimmy Crack Corn Blue Tail Fly, <laughs> pretending. I, I think I had a, one of those plastic guitars with a crank on the side. <laughs> and that's my earliest,
1: my earliest memory. Oh, uh, that's great. So funny. And we're, was yours a musical family? Uh, yeah, my mom
0: was a singer. She had uh, she she grew up in North Dakota, and she sort of came of age uh, in the late '30s and early '40s. And she had a little uh, she had a little uh, radio show. I think it was either in Bismarck or Jamestown, where she would back in those days, uh, people got their music from the radio, and they yep. heard uh, popular tunes, and then they would buy the sheet music. But what mm-hmm. she did was she had an accompanist, and she'd go on the air for five or ten minutes, uh, maybe three, four times a week. And she would literally take these fresh, these hot-off-the-press off, the press, just hot off the press sheet music and uh, perform it on the radio. So when people went into the store to buy it, they didn't have to play a record, because sometimes they weren't. And uh, she just sort of presented these songs that nobody had heard on the radio. And so then they'd know what they were getting when they were buying the sheet music.
1: How interesting, and, yeah. and th- that's pretty cool. Now, the, did she, you know, sort of, did she have, what was her sort of, you know, reach doing that? Was it more local, or did the word sort of get around, and she started getting requests from, you know, uh, far and wide kind of thing for that?
0: Well, it was, it was kind of limited. I think uh, things kind of uh, wound down quite a bit during the war, mm-hmm. and she, uh, she finished college during the war, and then she went off to teach after that. She thought of Montana. Mhm. Uh she met my dad who had just come back from the war.
2: Okay. And
0: uh, they they got married and moved to Wisconsin well, actually. My dad was from Wisconsin so they they lived in Wisconsin.
1: Huh, cool. Okay, so you grew up uh in a in, you know with a musical mo- mother and in a musical environment. Um, did, at what point in your sort of, as you're growing up, uh, singing and performing and, uh, and whatnot, uh, did you start, did it start to sort of, or did you have a moment where it dawned on you? You know what, actually I, I can do this singing thing pretty well and and pretty well relative to other people who also sing and, and maybe there's something here that I could, you know, do in a more formal type of environment. Well,
0: I, uh... I don't know if there was any particular time. I was, uh, I was always, I guess you would say, I was always kind of a show off, <laughs> uh, uh, beca- and partly because um, I just sort of had an innate confidence in my singing ability. I should say that uh, not just because my mom was a singer, but because uh, uh, I was five years old before I had a brother, and so it was my and my dad was in school and working. So for five years, it was just me and my mom. Okay. And she would, uh, if she needed help with the dishes or wanted me to do something around the house, she would get me to help her by singing with me. Oh. And she would always, you know, Nick, I never, I never sang the melody really until I was, uh, until I was in school, and, you know, singing with the choir. And stuff. But yep. uh, I always sang alto because that's, what, <laughs> that's huh. what I learned when I was a kid so thinking the melody was kind of boring for me i always like harmonizing.
1: yeah
0: and I, st- yeah go ahead
1: do you still sort of hear the harmony line first when you're listening to something
0: not really i um i i i just sort of know it i don't uh, i don't hear it or listen for it i just sort of know it yeah and uh i i mean i obviously when you're doing a solo you know, which is what most of my work has been in my adult life, uh, the, the need for harmonizing isn't that, isn't that great. But it helps you to keep, to keep uh, your head where the framework is for the music so you know where you're going.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, so let's fast forward a little bit. Um yeah. How did you come to be the anthem singer for the Minnesota Wild? Well, I was working,
0: uh, I, I should say that in real life, quote-unquote, i'm uh, I design and remodel kitchens and bathrooms for a living, mm-hmm. and i was uh, I was on a job uh, I was uh, starting on a kitchen out in Minnetonka in the summer of 2010, and I got a call from an intern at the wild, and she said uh, uh, hi we've, we've sort of I'm, I'm with the wild, and uh, we heard that you're a good singer and that you might do a good job on the anthem, and we were we were wondering if you'd be interested in auditioning." Wow. And or, which, if you'd be interested in singing the anthem for the while. because we're looking. So uh, I said, well, sure. And I, at the time, I thought, well, you know, they're just getting a, a few people together, to, so they'd have somebody to call on to do the anthem. Right. And uh, so she said, well, if you would just put together a tape of the Old Canada and and the uh, Star Spangled Banner, and uh, send it along to us, uh, we'll get back to you. So I did that, and uh, (laughs) they uh, they called me back and said we'd love to have you come in and sing, and (laughs) uh, we show up on such and such a day, and uh, it was in I think it was toward the end of August. Okay. And I said uh, okay, and it just happened that the day before uh, I was going to go into audition, there was a I think Lady Gaga was at yeah that's who she was at. She was at the XL that night and my wife and I went because my wife is a huge Lady Gaga. Fan. Right. And we, we went to our seats and of course I'm thinking the whole time as I get to my seat and I'm, we're getting ready for the concert. I'm thinking this whole time about, Holy crap. I have, I have to go, I have to sing down there in front of people because <laughs> <laughs> the, the room, no matter where you're sitting, the room seems pretty big. <laughs> I'll bet it does. And, uh, Lot, you know I, I hardly remember the concert because I was sitting there thinking about filling that room So anyway, the next the next day I showed up uh, for this for the audition and they had they had gotten together a group of maybe a half a dozen guys, and we all sort of met on by Gate one I'm sure wild fans know where that is yeah, and uh, I'm looking at these guys. I didn't actually meet them, but I just we were just sort of clustered together, and they were mm-hmm. all about a third my age. Okay, because you know I'm I was about 60 at the time. All these guys are well into their early 20s. Okay,
2: <laughs>
0: and so I'm thinking, oh, this is going to be great. <laughs> and they put us down in the down in the down near the Zamboni tunnel in in separate rooms. And uh, I it turns out I was the last one to sing, and uh, they and of course just to be cruel to me, or to the rest of us. Uh, they they had the intercom open so we I could hear all the other Aww. guys as they say. And I'm thinking, holy crap, where did they, where did she find these guys? These guys are really good. You know, <laughs> I mean, I thought, and they're all baritones. And I'm thinking, you know, I thought I knew, I thought I knew who the baritones were in town, but where did <laughs> they find these guys? So anyway, I went out and uh, it was, there was no ice. I've never seen, since then, I've never seen uh the XL center with no ice on the floor. The mm-hmm. scoreboard was down, right right down on the floor. There were no lights on, just one spotlight. It was a microphone and a video camera in front of it. Okay. And from somewhere up in some control room, there were a couple guys talking to me. Okay. So they said sing your anthems and I did, and they then they made some suggestions on uh, what what how they'd like them different and I did what they asked. And then they said, "Do you have any questions or comments or anything?" And I said, "Hmm. Well, yeah. I, uh, actually, I do." I said, uh, "I didn't say anything about the other guys, <laughs> but what I said was, you know, this anthem thing, this national anthem, is is kind of it's it's different for me in a special kind of way." I said, "And here's here's Nick. What I did. I and I never ever do this. I played the Vietnam vet card." I, I, said, I, I said i said i'm self-employed i live in roseville i said i can be here you know when you need me or you know for, for whatever you need mm-hmm. and i said uh i'm and i'm a vietnam vet so this thing is kind of special and they just <laughs> they just sort of blew it off they didn't they didn't say oh that's cool or oh man it's <laughs> so nothing and i you know I left, and as I walked out of there, I thought, well, you know, I might be an old guy, but at least I played that one part.
1: Yeah, right.
0: And so I just thought, ah, screw it. They'll, they'll pick one of these other guys because they're, they're young. They want kind of a youthful uh, edge to things. And a couple weeks later, actually, my wife and I were in Italy at the time. I got an email from one of the guys that I'd, that I'd, I'd sung for, and he said, you got the job. And I said, well, isn't that (laughs) (laughs)
1: something? That's pretty cool. Yeah, and there have
0: been, yeah, go ahead.
1: uh, And so you said it was sort of August, so that was gearing right up before the preseason, basically. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, So then? The first first preseason game was for the end of September. and, And middle to end of September.
1: You know what were their instructions? I mean, was it you know wear a you got to wear a tux or you got to wear a black suit? I mean, was there anything like that that went into like sort of preconditions? Um,
0: well, there were there were just a couple things uh, in terms of dress. They just said uh, sport coat or suit. You know, okay. just dress just just nice. It's basically the way I remember it. It's been a while now. <laughs> but the, the the only real I mean they'd heard me sing the the tunes. Yeah. The whole Canada. End. But uh the, basically my the, the only admonition or instruction was don't personalize
1: oh, okay, And by
0: that they meant uh, the, what you hear what you hear me do is what they want.
1: Just pretty much straight take, down the middle
0: yep don't uh don't even take don't even take uh the, the last note up uh, on our banner.'t don't, don't even take it up like cardinals just mm-hmm. think think just straight. Okay. You no, know, I've never, I've never chased against that. I've never thought, oh gosh, you know, I should do something interesting.
2: Huh. And
0: I'll tell you, I'll tell you why. Uh, at least my philosophy is: once you start doing that, well, I mean, I could, I could add some things. I could do some embellishments. I could maybe sing a couple notes different, like passing notes between, mm-hmm. uh, you know, in a melody and things like that, or take it up, pick it up at the end. And then you know what happens. I think is that uh, there's there's going to be the next time you sing, it's like, well, why didn't you do that? Yeah. And yeah. then the time after that, it'll be, oh, we we really hated that. Why don't you do it this way? <laughs> and so, darn it all! If you if you if you sing it the way it's written, nobody's going to complain.
1: That's right. Yeah. So is that or is that when you
0: at least they at least they haven't yet. And I don't yeah. anticipate that's that. that <laughs>
1: So, is that one of your goals? You strive for consistency, or are you trying to sort of read and react on a sort of within those boundaries, but with, you know, at sort of a game by game sort of moment?
0: That's an in, that's a good question. I um, I I don't. What I try to do, I try. Well, first of all, I do try to stay consistent. And uh because of the nature of that tune and, and the range of my voice, I have to do it I have to do it absolutely in B flat every time. Hmm. Because that's where that's that means that I get a I hit a high F in, yep. and in the middle of course. And that's a good note for me. And if it I found that if I take it down a little bit, say if I'm not feeling uh quite up to par, that it just doesn't have the ring that it should have. Okay. You know? And then, having said that, there's the other thing you can work with. Uh, you can't do much with the volume, but you can right. do a little bit with the tempo. Taste. Yes. Yep. And I like to I like to play with that a little bit. Don't don't tell, him, but but I play with that <laughs> a little. There's a, there's and a couple of it. If, if, if things are but I, the first time I remember doing it was um, I think it had I think we were playing the Blackhawks. And I something had happened like in the week before the game. I think that maybe it was the last time they played him. I didn't like the way the Hawks uh, uh, pushed him around, or something, mm-hmm. something like that. And I thought, I, I thought, okay, I'm going to be a little aggressive. So I took the tempo up. I put a little snarl into it. <laughs> and I think it. I don't know. It, it, in my mind, maybe it helped. I don't know. That's I mean, that's great. That's kind of, I mean, to sum it up, I, I would say that I just try to i try to set the tone, you know, for the evening. I like to, when I'm done, I don't want people to say, oh, wasn't that a lovely rendition of our national anthem? <laughs> I want them to say, damn it, let's play
1: some hockey here. Let's go. Okay, that's great. I was going to ask. Yeah, oh, perfect. Okay, so that's, that's a great, I mean, I love that identity, well, right? Maybe
0: not, maybe not, damn it, but, you know.
1: They're, they're I mean, it, you anyway.
0: want it to, you want it, to, what, see, the, way, the way the Wild, the way I see it, the way the Wild uh, has set up that whole pregame thing, it seems to me that it sort of builds and builds to the anthem, you know? Yeah. Because by then, the lights are down, everything stops. And ironically, yeah. then, I mean, I've been thinking about this these last three playoff games, and I sort of savor it. Because it's just, as you know, the playoffs are unbelievable. Right, and uh, the re- for me the really cool thing is you walk out on the ice. They introduce you, and in that two seconds after they say of our national anthem or the Star Spangled Banner, there should be silence. silence that yeah. is so cool. Oh, that's awesome. And then be- you know, then the, then the anthem cranks in, and by the end of the anthem, they're yelling again, and then on we go into the game. I think that that's kind of the that's kind of the scenario. The that, uh, that the pregame, I think, is, is meant to.
1: Do. Well, let me ask you this: Do you regard then the anthem uh, as the end of the pregame, or the start of the game, or the transition between the two?
0: Oh, another good one. Let's see. I I think it's more of a transition. It's kind of like uh, here's the build up. And now, now everything is ready, and it's like it's like if you ever ridden a horse, and the horse is kind of eager to get going. Mm-hmm. You want to rein him in a little bit, and kind of take in the situation, and let him go. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, that's the way I try to do the anthem. Is where I make it like a story, like he, it starts out, you know, like, have you seen this, and can you see that, and, yeah, and but um, by the time you get to the land of the free and the home of the brave, you um, are ready to move on again he <laughs> tried to put a little drama into it within yep. that the musical break.
1: So, okay, uh, technical question. How how do you get your pitch? Do you bring a, use a pitch pipe, or I, what do you cue I off have, of?
0: I have, in, in doing this job, uh, I early on uh, realized that there were three things I had to have. My parking pass, <laughs> <laughs> my ID badge, and yeah. my pitch pipe. Those three okay. things. I mean, I could, I could, uh, I could have my pants unzipped and and be and <laughs> uh, missing. I uh, have my socks mismatched, and maybe my shirt on inside out. But if I had those three things, uh, I can get the job.
1: Now, have you ever considered? Going, this is another music, uh, uh, music geek question. But have you ever considered uh, uh, going old school tuning fork?
0: No. <laughs> I, I've. Uh, since since you mentioned it, I, 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 I've uh, I, I haven't actually considered it, but I have sort of tried it out to see if, uh, see how it would work, because I think there might be some advantage to uh, having the pitch uh, vibrating in your head rather than trying head. to hear it from
1: the pipe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, you're, like who's- you're
0: asking me that indicates you know a little bit about.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, definitely. And that, uh, that, now I would be more, uh, I think maybe possibly, and you're the expert, but uh, I would be afraid that, um, uh, you know, that in in a, in a heightened moment of emotion or what have you, leading to anxiety that I might deduce the pitch incorrectly. and And that would, whereas with the pipe, you can, you know, you don't really have that excuse.
0: Well the only the only problem is that if if things were quiet, uh or at least uh my my what's really weird is that the Wild plays uh, a rather unusual tune, um while they're introducing the players and while I'm walking out onto the ice getting ready to sing.
2: Mhm. And
0: so uh and as a singer you probably know that that, that will kinda of ruin your pitch memory. Right. So often as not, and I think you'll see a lot of uh, anthem singers um, in the NHL uh, blowing into a pipe just before they sing. In fact, I yeah. saw it just the other night uh, before the uh, Capital Islanders game. Mm-hmm. So remember, it was in Washington,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and they had two Army guys out there singing it mm-hmm. as a duet.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And one, one of them blew the pipe, and the other one couldn't hear it. Oh, jeez. So they're standing there looking at each other, like, "Did you get it?" And finally, the the one who didn't get it said, "Yeah, I got it." And then they
2: started.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but I kind of went, "See, I should email those guys and tell them I know, I know what you're going through, guys.'" <laughs> yeah,
1: but you're right. I, I mean, as a as a musician, I love those moments where there is no net. You are live, and you just got to do the work at that point, right? I, I think that that is a lot of fun. That anxiety is a lot of fun for a performer if, 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 you know, if you're that into it like that. Well,
0: the one, the one thing that I, that I like to tell people when they, they say, well, what's it like? And I just tell them, especially the first couple of years, I was, I was just struck by the feeling that when you're down there, all the sounds, all the movements, the lights, uh, the, the, everything is different. And it's just like you walked out onto another planet. Like you stepped off of the lunar lander and you're <laughs> huh. and you're down there and the wind is whistling and there's all kinds of weird stuff to it. But if you all you have to do is just stay focused and uh keep that pitch in your head. And every once in a while if I when I see myself in a video of what I've done, I'll notice that my <laughs> you can see me humming the pitch. I'll close mm-hmm. you see my mouth closed and my eyes will kind of look off and I'm be, I'm, I'm like mm, mm,
2: mm-hmm. to myself. Mhm.
0: And uh cuz uh, you got to get that pitch right cuz if it's even a half a step low, uh it it won't have the excitement that it has an for And body. it's
1: a, And it's a brutal melody uh with in terms of Spangled Banner with that it's a huge range and yeah. it's a demanding it's a demanding melody from the first three notes. Right.
0: Well, the first three notes, uh, uh, it, it's actually, the song is like two parts. It uh, And that's part of the excitement of it. The, the first half is those those two verses that are basically the same music, but it goes pretty low. It mm-hmm. goes, you know, da, da, da. That's the lowest note in the pit, or in the piece. And you have to do it twice. And it can't sound like, oh, That yeah. has got to sound strong. You know? <laughs> Yep, and uh, and I'll often hear people that uh, when they do it, you, and you can't hear that low note
2: because yeah. they don't
0: have the range. Yep. So and that uh, that's why I've, uh, by, for me anyway, B flat has been has been an excellent key because um, it 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 keeps the low note so I can sound good on it, and it makes the high note it's it's high enough so the high note is uh, is pretty exciting. Yeah, and I've been I've been able to be really consistent.
1: Um, I noticed that in a couple of uh, videos, and then obviously watching the games. Although we don't always uh, on TV, I don't always get the anthems, which bums me out as a musician. But
0: yeah, um, it bums out my friends and family too.
1: I can imagine. Um, so, but I've noticed that you don't use accompaniment during your performance is that uh what what's behind that decision i mean other guys, other people do right cornelis in chicago has the the organ and um i think lauren hart uh, has i think it's probably a recording right but um but so what's your decision behind or how do you get to that decision uh, behind not behind doing it acapella
0: well i just when i first when i first started doing it i i, I would have been willing to uh to try whatever they whatever they wanted to do whatever the wild uh, However, they wanted me to perform it. But I guess, um, and I don't know this personally, I, I guess there's been a tradition, uh, quote unquote, um, that uh, that it's performed a cappella. Oh, okay. So I just went, I just went with that. And I've had uh, early on, I had people uh, saying that they wished that I could do it with organ because they thought that would be more exciting. By that point uh, I was a I was a firm believer in doing singing at the company. Yeah. And yeah. I think part of the problem uh that I hear when like when I hear I've never heard him do it in person, but when I've seen Cornelius do the Chicago thing with with Oregon, it's never together, you know,
1: anyway. That's the problem.
0: Yeah. And i was just I was just gonna say that, but uh you, you always run that danger uh, of getting off and uh I, I don't i just as a as a singer when i hear that it just makes me uncomfortable and yeah. uh per, personally uh in the years i've been doing it i really come to enjoy just just being able to do it myself and have the freedom to uh to speed things up or slow them down uh without you know, without the freight cars bumping <laughs> yeah. yeah
1: yeah yep absolutely um Another so It's a
0: distraction, it's a distraction that, that, uh, that's eliminated.
1: Yeah. By um, another technical question on that topic. Uh, do you have a monitor? Do you have something in your ear? No. So you're just doing it through I, the. You're, you're listening to playback through the PA.
0: I, re, I rely on the acoustic in the room. Okay. Um, and how and it, you know in the in the years I've been singing, I've. Got I mean, I'm not used to. Uh, my, I'm usually in my solo work. Uh, I, I'm not amplified because the kind of the kind of uh, singing I do in, in real life is the kind that that isn't isn't amplified. You right. Know, it's class- more more classical concert. Yep. So, so. Yeah.
1: So okay. So um, to you as the performer, what makes one rendition? Better than another one
2: hmm.
0: uh, gosh i i don't i don't really know i um i think if uh, it, you the know, uh, singing is is such a personal physical physiological type thing that uh if if physically uh i feel good about I, and i can tell in the first um in the first few notes if things are going to be okay or if i'm going to or if i'm going to have to struggle with it or you know be careful with it mm-hmm. but uh, if i can cruise through that piece and really and feel strong about it that uh, physically uh then the the emotion comes through every time anyway so uh, and i i i really don't know uh what uh, one of the one of the things uh, I mean, I I don't know if one is necessarily better than the other, and if so, why?
2: Mm-hmm. Hmm. Um,
0: okay. It, um, it ironically uh, sometimes you think uh, you think you have your your say the best uh, the best job you've ever done on an aria or some kind of a presentation a solo mm-hmm. or something or the or the anthem. And uh, and one of your colleagues will say, "Are you okay?" I mean. <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's
0: like what? Well, it just felt like you weren't like you weren't really a hundred percent, and I'm I'm a little worried about you. And I'm like, shoot, man! I thought I thought I killed it. I thought I crushed that. And so I don't know. I, after a while, you just kind of go. Well, if I feel good about it, it's probably going to be good enough.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. So let's let's. Uh, this is a topic that that I love uh, when we're talking about, especially hockey, because um uh, i think it's got obviously our own anthem but i think o canada is a terrific anthem as far as you know sort of the the you know, the specific category of anthems i think o canada is a great one um how as a performer which and this isn't a patriotic thing but as a performer looking at them as pieces of music uh which of those two do you prefer singing
0: well i pre- i like both of them but for different reasons, um, okay. I I enjoy O Canada because I can uh, literally just enjoy singing, mm-hmm. and I um, being that that we're that I'm singing in front of a, a an American audience, and not a Canadian audience, I can I can take maybe some liberties with it that uh, maybe not wouldn't be allowed in uh, in Canada, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I sometimes and I I. Probably shouldn't even admit this, but sometimes I will, I will deliberately sort of backpedal it and, and sing it kind of soft and not very inspiring. You know, make it sort of ballad-like.
2: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: because I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to uh, make things too stirring for the Canada side uh, uh, in the game.
1: You got to have somewhere to go for the for the Star-Spangled banner.
0: Well, part, that that's part of it, but also what it does. Uh, ironically then it 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 makes it uh sometimes just more fun to sing cuz i can take some liberties with it uh just in my tone and the way the way i approach it uh without you know without being uh without getting sort of a mocking thing going. just sure to do that sure but sure. It, as a uh, to compare the two songs old oh, canada is by far easier to sing oh man oh it just just it it's a walk in the park Compared to uh, rock climbing, you know, <laughs> or doing doing the rock wall. Yeah,
1: you, you actually get leading tones in Okanagan. Yes,
0: you do. You get all of those lovely things. And There's it's some... a comfortable. It's a comfortable range. I mean, okay. God, you can sing that thing in almost any key. It, yeah. it doesn't go very far.
1: <laughs> well, and that's
0: another thing. That's another thing I played with. I played with the two. Uh, with doing Old Canada in in different keys, are the uh, uh, Star Spangled Banner, because I do this, I do the banner in the same key every time. Right. But every mm-hmm. once in a while, I will I'll just just for the heck of it, I will do Old Canada lower than I've done it. In huh. the past, Or I'll do it a little higher. Huh. Uh, and sometimes I'll do it to get a nice contrast between the 2 Mm-hmm. And uh, other times, just 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 for the heck of it. So Interesting. Please don't tell anybody that.
1: I won't. I uh, that'll, that'll be our secret. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so as you're out there performing, um, are you, uh, you, know, you know, what's what's going through your mind? Are you thinking about lyrics? Are you thinking about the next big jump? Are you trying to, are you on autopilot as far as those things go and you're looking around or, you know what? What do you process um, as you are seeing the anthems during a game?
0: Well, first of all, I I try uh, initially to keep uh, to keep a visual focus. I not, I like to get I like to get myself uh, set with my feet the right distance apart. I like to look straight out and up a little bit. And if I'm concentrating on that, um, then everything uh, everything else kind of falls into place, in other words, mm-hmm. if, if I get myself positioned looking good and balanced and all that stuff, then the notes will come um, gotcha. after that, it's, uh i don't I don't think about the lyrics per se. I mean like what's coming next i think about I think about it as a story for sure, hmm. you know I think about it as, as, like I'm telling or I'm yeah. if you were reading a stirring poem. Reading, in yep. So I try to keep the message, whatever that is, uh, in mind as I'm doing it. So you have a thread of a story. Um, and every once in a while, you know, if you're every once in a while, I think, "Oh, geez, is this f gonna work, or <laughs> is it gonna work?" And it always has. And I'm not gonna look now, but, um, it always has worked. And but you can never. You have to. You have to always be. Uh, Always thinking about the possibilities um, and what might happen, but I mean if it wouldn't change anything. I would obviously I'd keep going. Something cracked, right? You're right, but it hasn't. So,
1: hmm. uh, any any versions or renditions through your five-year seasons with the Wild that stick out in your mind uh, as particularly noteworthy for one reason or another?
0: Um, I, this is gonna this is gonna sound. Weird, but uh, yeah, the last one, the one that uh, last Sunday. Yep, for uh, St. Louis
1: game five.
0: Yeah, so the Blues, the Blues game. Yeah, game game. Yeah, game five. Was it five? No, it was.
1: It yeah, because they w- it? well, they or won six in 20. St. Uh, but, uh, oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. Afternoon you're right. You're right.
0: The twenty sixth. Anyway, the last time I sang Dan yeah, I just uh, I thought. For some reason every everything came together for for me for the anthem uh for the fans for the occasion uh it was probably the most memorable one that I've done be, and be, because of that well and sure and uh here's here's a here's an, an uh exception to what I said a little while ago uh, I came home and realized uh, that it had been on t v and my wife had recorded it. And we played it back and I, I looked at her and I said, That's the best I've ever done. No I mean kidding. the pitch was the pitch was right, the uh, my voice was my voice was just where I wanted it. I looked good. I mean it was it was the whole pack. And oh not oh, did I mention we won the game.
1: We won the game. <laughs> and yeah.
0: We, we won the series.
1: To clinch the series.
0: That didn't, that didn't hurt, but it, uh, it it helped me to, to have said to myself, Yep, that I've done my job now and you guys you guys my
1: now you and I exchanged tweets after that game, mm-hmm. and and I had noticed, and I was incorrect in what the what it was because at that point they cut out your your mic a- after this. So and the the anthem ends, mm-hmm. and then they they cut out your mic to bring the audio back to the TV crew, but they had the camera on you for a couple of seconds. You looked over at I believe there's a soldier to your right. There, right, yeah, and uh, you looked sort of. You looked sort of glanced towards her, and I, you know, thought you had done like a yeah and a fist pump, and 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 you got back to me, and I had tweeted that, and you got back to me and said, actually, it's a bam, and I do that most games. Is it? How did that start?
0: I don't know. I just uh, I I like saying that uh, when the guys uh, when the team scores every once in a while, I'll do a bam, nice, just to kind of punctuate it. But I'm uh, almost almost af- after almost every anthem I give a really loud bam just to just to release that energy and just just that final that final punch and this time I turn, usually I I just do it straight ahead but that time I turn toward her yep and it, uh, so that's why it wasn't you couldn't really tell what it was and then nobody can hear it right but uh, uh, yeah I've been I've been and that fist pump thing that uh, that's sort of I have never really planned that. It just sort of comes. I, I've sort of surprised myself when I do it. <laughs> so well, if it if, looks if, uh, if it looks it awkward, it's because I don't really know what the hell I'm doing.
1: <laughs> well, it's it's not Renee Rancourt. Let's put it that way. Well, I, I, yeah,
0: people have told me that that uh, you got that Rancourt thing going on. I'm like, well, okay, but.
1: No, it's it, I don't no, you're, it's it's a lot tamer than Renee's version of the fist. Well, I uh,
0: I have I've resisted seeing it. I, I I haven't really I haven't really studied that.
1: Oh, you should check it out because if if you if, if people who are comparing you that fist pump that I saw you do uh, after game 6 or before game 6 to anything that he does, they're mistaken cuz yours is much more controlled and uh and less <laughs> showing than than his. <laughs> All right, so I, I,
0: I guess the the one the one or two I think I did see it one or two times. And I got the impression that, that he was an old guy trying to trying to get some excitement into <laughs> And that that's not oh God, you better not you better not put that on. <laughs> don't, don't
1: listen.
0: I mean right, so, it just it uh, it it didn't it didn't ring true, i us just say
1: for yeah. me. No, I, I, not, nor for me. So. Oh,
0: I know when. I know when it was that uh, that I watched it. After the uh, this, and this might be of interest to you. When I was, I watched, uh, I watched a video of him doing the anthem after the uh, the Boston uh, marathon. marathon. Yeah. And it was the first game after that, and he came out on the ice, and started the tune and couldn't continue. He choked up, but you know. You, Are you familiar with this, what happened? No. The crowd picked it up. And the crowd started singing. Wow. And they finished the whole thing. And I I was really moved by that. Yeah. And, uh, you know, beyond the emotion, uh, when I got through it with it, I stopped and I thought, hey, go back and listen to that again. And I did. And you know why I did? Because I wanted to hear how they sang it.
2: Yeah.
0: I wanted to hear the tempo. I wanted to hear uh, the note values. In other words, did they do dum-da-dum, or did they do da-da-da, like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I listened to it once, twice. I might have listened to it three times. Because there are spots in that tune that you can take some liberties, but yeah. I would rather I would rather do it the way that people uh, hear it in their head. And so what I did was, from that time on, I would say I've done it. I've done the anthem almost exactly like they did it in Boston.
1: After oh, model. interesting!
0: How interesting! And that was that was my cue. For it. That was my model.
1: Huh? So, do you feed off the crowd organically? As uh, you know, if the crowd's particularly, you know, singing particularly. You know, loudly or strongly or not. I mean, does that does that enter into your conscious as you're as you're going along? Well, I hope I hope this
0: doesn't hurt anybody's feelings, but I can I can almost never hear them. Gotcha. I can't yeah. hear I can't hear the crowd. Okay, let me qualify that. Most times I can't hear the crowd. There's been twice, maybe three times in five years that I've heard the crowd, and I remember two of them in particular because it was uh the winnipeg games oh <laughs> and let's what, see what what's what's happened is the uh, when the peggers are here there's 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 probably uh, several
1: thousand of them
0: and they're a little tuned up if you know what i mean and i don't mean musically yeah
1: no i know what you mean
0: <laughs>
1: canadian gatorade but
0: they do they do their true north thing yep. and they sing really loud i mean I don't know how many of them there are, but I can, use, ironically, I can usually hear them when I'm singing "Old Canada," and for sure I can hear "True North." I mean, you can,
2: yeah, yeah, you can
0: hear that down in down in La Crosse. <laughs> But um, what happened is, or what happened was, um, in, in at least twice that I remember, uh, after I had finished "Old Canada," uh, then they introduce uh, the banner. And I started. I'd start to sing that, and it was just like all the the fans in in the XL kind of went. Well, we can sing too, you know. You guys, <laughs> you guys can't out sing us. And oh my God, I can actually hear. Them. I mean, a little <laughs> bit. Yeah. And it's it's like, and that to me, okay. You asked about the most the the, the most thrilling uh, time was this last time I sang it, but close second and third were those other two times when, the, when the, the Winnipeg games when I could hear the crowd singing along. All because, because of the Jets fans. It, it, well, yeah, I think so. The only explanation yeah. I can come up with. But what <laughs> the really, the, the coolest thing about it was for a change, I felt like I was singing along with them instead of
2: them singing
0: along with me. You know, That is just... That is just awesome. you know. That's something it. you can't you can't replicate that any any other way. I mean, to, to be singing along, feeling like you're singing along with 19,000 people that's pretty that's pretty epic. cool.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. I can only and imagine. It.
0: And and what that did too was it sort of opened my eyes to what the what the fans go through uh, when I sing the anthem. In other words, they get the those who sing along get this wonderful feeling that, that they're all singing together. They're all doing something together. We're all here for the same reason. And we're in this great country and you know, that's the whole feel. But uh, they're singing along with each other and we're all here, we're all in this together. And uh, the song
1: brings it together for them. That's great. Yeah. So let's talk about fan participation for a minute um you mentioned i was i had written down the jets fans in the true north uh you've got the, obviously the situation in Chicago where they stand and go crazy for the entire time um <laughs> you, you know uh, uh do and, and 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 you know the the wild fans are what the wild fans are and 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 you know I don't know that you're ever gonna get the chicago uh, the the wild fans to 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 do like what the chicago fans do um but you know, but in your mind is you know you know is it is it cool when you hear the true north or or do you, would you rather that it was more consistent or you know uh, is there one way that's you know that gets you more excited or that you just sort of prefer that 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 is how the the, the crowd uh, sings along or participates?
0: I I don't think I I don't think I quite
1: understand. You? Yeah, no, so is there, I mean, is, is if you could have your preference, given given the range of, you know, given the range of fan participation options that are out there, you know, like uh, Donnelly in uh, Vancouver, he opens up, and L'Oreal used to do this as well, opens up, sings the first few few uh, lines of Canada, and then turns it over in the crowd, pretty much takes it home. Uh, All the way to Chicago or to the Jets fans, who, as you said, sing real loud, but particularly go crazy for the True North part, which obviously makes sense.
0: Or,
1: or or the sort of sort of muted, not meant in a negative way, but sort of the sort of the the, the muted, kind of respectful way that it is at at Wild Games. Um, Given all those options, um, which would you, if you could choose, which would you like to have the crowd do? uh, when you sing it at the wild games?
0: Well, I think realistically, um, I, well, I, first of all, I, there's, there's just no way, uh, that it's going to happen that, the, that I'm going to start the song and then, and then stick the mic out and have, you know, have <laughs> the crowd pick it up. I mean, realistically speaking, that's not going to happen. Right. Uh, right. for a lot of reasons, uh, the, the, probably the, the, the prime one is that, uh, that piece uh, in the key that I sing it, there aren't. I mean, you. I you have to jump up or down an octave to stay with it. Most people do. Yeah. So in other words, they can't really sing it straight through, and so they don't even try. And when it's, if you look at the other extreme, which I think is the way you've, uh, the way you've, uh, coached or couched your question. um, the, the Chicago situation, which I think is mellowing a little. I don't think it's quite as bad as it was. I shouldn't say bad or as dramatic as it was a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's not going to happen either, and I wouldn't want that. I, I think I think uh, you should either be quiet or sing along for the anthem. Okay. Uh, not and that's not to put down what they do in Chicago. It's just my opinion.
2: Yep. Yep. Uh,
0: and I don't get upset when they do it. It's just what they do. And I have to tell you that uh, I'll, I'll finish my answer and I'll go back to something. I uh, got. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, uh, that, that ideally, I would like a situation like like I described for those Winnipeg games. The yeah. two I was talking about. I'd like to be able to hear the crowd. Singing and just just to feel that I'm singing along with them, singing along with me, singing along with them. I'll yep. Finish. Okay. Having said all that, I have a one of my one of my favorite little stories is uh, back in the first year I was I was doing this job. Uh, the first Blackhawk, the time the first time I sang for the Wild Blackhawks game, I came out on the ice. And the minute something, or the, the instant something was said about the anthem, they started yelling. And <laughs> I know there was, there were enough Chicago fans in the building to really make a lot of noise. And huh. they're like yelling, yelling, and stuff. And I'm like, I, I didn't, I didn't know about this, this uh, situation <laughs> with Chicago. And uh, quite honestly, I, I thought is my fly down is you know is my. Like, is my shirt tail hanging out? Is do I, <laughs> is my, did I trip and I don't remember it? I thought they were yelling at me about something. You know, cause I was a little self-conscious, you know, if you're sure. the only one out there yeah. uh, doing something. And then, uh, so I, I sang the song and uh, and I came back and the first guy I talked to, I said, what was up with that? He said, oh, that's Chicago. They do that all the time. <laughs>
2: And I said, well, oh, thank God. <laughs> I thought my fly
0: was down, dude. Oh, that's great. That's great. And it's, you know, it's, uh, uh, to be fair, it has, it has gradually tapered off in the four or five years since then. So I'm, I'm sure we have, I mean, just looking at the crowd, I know there's just as many Chicago fans, but mm-hmm. they don't feel so comfortable yelling. Hmm. That's
2: I, interesting.
0: I, I, I hardly, well, we can, let's check it out. I mean
2: yeah. this
0: Tuesday night. Yeah. You see if you hear them yelling during the anthem. Uh, yeah, I was actually. I haven't, I haven't noticed it for the last year.
1: I was at a game in Chicago, the one where the Wild clinched uh, their playoff spot this year in, in April, uh, and that was my first game inside the United Center, and you could definitely oh. hear it there, uh, and it was pretty cool. But um, uh, but I wasn't performing, <laughs> right? And 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 it would be interesting to ask Cornelison if. And now it's just what it is, but if it took some getting used to uh, or if it was, if it just, you know, sort of lifts him up or whatever, whatever he's able to take from that, that would be interesting to ask him. So I have that, a
0: feeling, I have a feeling it, it didn't take them any getting used to. I think if, uh, if they were doing it when he first did it, I, I mean, I, and I think they started doing it to, for his predecessor, whose name yeah. I can't remember now, uh, neither can I. but uh, Wayne Messner, was that his name? Oh yeah. Yep. I think they they were doing it then, so he knew about it. So okay. I don't think it's something that he had to adjust for that that blindsided him like it did me. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: I mean, if I mean, if if I had if I had walked out on their ice not knowing that situation, oh, okay. I would have been I would have been devastated. I probably would have just sort of just sang the song and just turned around and walked out. And said, Screw you, people.
1: <laughs> <Thanks>. <laughs> Okay, so we talked. We talked about Cornelison. Uh, we mentioned Donnelly. Uh, we mentioned Rancourt. So here's a couple of names for you, and I want to get your reaction to, to how I sort of frame this one. But so uh, uh, obviously, uh, I'm going to throw Paul Lorio out there. He used to sing in Edmonton. Uh, John Emerante for the Rangers. Uh, Lauren Hart with uh, Philadelphia. Jim Cornelison, obviously with Chicago, and James Bone with Minnesota. Um, if if I were to put that group out there as you know certainly for um uh you know delivering an anthem as a fan that makes me feel you know sort of a patriotic on some level on some level and be excited for the game um how would you react to be placed in that group
0: oh how do you mean how would i react i mean is it is it first of all i haven't there's a couple of those, uh, Amirante, I think I've only, I've only heard a little bit of his work and it was just, uh, in the last year or so. Yeah. Uh, the others, uh, I like Lauren Hart. Uh, I, I sort of patterned my performance after what Cornelius was, you yeah. uh, know, some of his earlier work, you know, three, four or five years ago. So uh, what, what are you asking?
1: I mean, uh, t- to me, uh, you know, so I, I live in New York, and so I, I m- consume the majority of my wild games through the center ice, you know, sort of cable package, uh, uh-huh. which means that I get to watch tons of games from all over the all over the league. So uh, I've seen a lot of different anthems sung by a lot of the current and some more recent past anthem singers. And and that group to me, you know, Hart, Emirante, Lorio, Cornelison, and Bone um, are the ones that consistently delivered to me. You know the experience uh, that makes me feel the best. All right. And so I. So are you I,
0: asking I, me to evaluate it the same way? Like.
1: No, no. What I'm saying is, I I place you in there in that in that group, and um, I guess my question was, you know, does that particular company, you know, mean anything to you? And certainly, I'm not trying to offend you. I'm hoping that I'm 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 paying you a compliment, but you know, I mean, no, you know, no, I, just, think,
0: it, I think you are. I mean, and I think uh, it's an objective, so that's cool.
2: All right. Good.
0: I, um how how does that make me feel to be in that company is that what you're saying yeah, yeah. i mean yeah uh well uh, flattered for one thing because uh for the most part of uh, the names you mentioned uh i i admire all of their all of their stuff i mean uh i don't think there's any of those names that uh, shouldn't be in the in the top echelon of uh, whatever whatever yeah. there is for anthem singers <laughs> 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 in the NHL, I mean, um, I, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm just, I'm flattered to be in that company. I, I just, uh, basically, man, I just, I do my best every single time. I try to, I try to work within the framework that that I'm given, uh, uh, and do my best and and that th- that I humanly can do. Yeah. And thank God I've got a microphone, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, uh, I just uh, I it, I have to leave it for others to compare. You know yeah. what I mean? I mean, yeah. um, I, the one I would compare myself closest to is probably Cornelison because I've conscious I consciously uh, took him as a I wouldn't say inspiration, but as a sort of a, a guide for for how to approach this thing. And I think the wild were, uh, they were pleased that I did that.
1: Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I've got one more question for you and I really appreciate your time. Obviously we've been talking with James bone, the Wilds' anthem anthem singer uh, today. And, and, uh, and again, thank you very much for taking the time to do this. It's been, it's been really entertaining and, and I've had a great time personally. So I really appreciate it. But, um, you, you know, this is sort of a, this is sort of a th- uh, uh, an obvious question, but you know, you know, what's, in the context of being the anthem singer for the wild you know what what's your dream anthem scenario and i mean you know i, I would imagine i would imagine that i can guess where you're going to go but you know i mean <laughs> d- draw it up for us anyway and 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 hopefully uh that'll set the stage for uh the rest of the playoffs here
0: well of course you'd you'd want me to say that the that that Stanley Cup final series would be would be <laughs> the one and I, uh and i actually i i have thought about it and I can't even imagine it yet. Okay. So I don't. I can't really. I can't really realistically uh, even fantasize about that. Yeah. But I have. Uh, I have a feeling that uh, my my best scenario is the one that I sort of talked about before. It's like if I could, if I could just hear those wild fans singing along, that would be that would be bliss for me. And I wouldn't. I wouldn't feel like. Uh, it wouldn't feel like they were interrupting me or interfering with my work in the league.
1: Huh. Well, there we have it, Wild fans. Uh James Bowen, Wild Anthem Singer for these five seasons and hopefully many more. Uh all he wants out of out of his performance is to hear you sing along. So hopefully uh we can help him get to that place. Uh I will close by saying again, thank you, James, for taking your time this evening. It's been it's been really great. Uh, and it occurs to me that, uh, having been around since the days of the North Stars, uh, that, uh, that, uh, the two predominant, at least in my experience, uh, anthem singers both share the same initials, uh, JB, James, James Bone, and of course, the great Jimmy Bowers. So, uh, I hadn't put that together until just now, but, um, uh, that's pretty cool. So, uh, uh, again, thank you so much uh, for, joining, for joining me tonight, and uh, good luck uh, the rest of the way. May, may, your, uh, may your voice hold up, and may the crowd be loud.
0: Well, thanks, Nick. It, it's been my pleasure, too, and uh, let's just say go wild, huh?
1: Absolutely. Thank All you right. very much.